0: We were listening to Maher Sain One Big Family 37 a.m. It's Saturday morning. And it's December the 5th, 2016, 2020. You can see what happens when you don't give up and go to sleep like you should, huh? Get your years and numbers twisted oh well what's what's good for us now is a some positive and Happy affirmations. Let's see what happens when I don't give up. Let's posted on Facebook by Precious Happiness. They have a bunch of good posts up here today just do your best and know you're enough by precious happiness empathy e m p a t h y is a noun The ability to step into the shoes of another person, aiming to understand their feelings and perspectives and to use that understanding to guide our actions posted by refuse to hate Thought growing old would never I thought growing old would take longer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Some people say if I'd known I'd lived this long, I would have taken better care of myself. Is this Yeah, that's semi Yusuf. Let's listen in. That he posted it's a uh, Shaki Khan Palace, Shaki Khan Palace. Mm. Pay attention. To people that care, pay attention to people that care, who are always there, who want better for you. They are your people, posted by positive vibes and beautiful things. The true spirit of Christmas is love. By the kind page. A note to self. You are doing better than you think. So far, you've survived 100% of your worst days. You're doing better than you think keep going by precious happiness (laughs) oh Quote, we're all just doing the best we can is my response to literally anything right now. Whether you tell me you chugged a box of wine, took a six-hour midday nap, excuse me, <laughs> set up Christmas decorations in May robbed a bank or gave yourself bangs by positive vibes and beautiful things we quote we cannot live for ourselves alone our lives are connected by a thousand invisible threads and along these sympathetic fibers our actions run as causes and return to us as results Melville posted by the kind page quote Joseph Campbell said that the command to love our neighbor is obviously one of the hardest of all religious concepts but to recognize our connection to others goes to the core of life's mystery and when you live as if it is so you are threading yourself into the long train of history and the fabric of civilization. Perhaps the simplest way to say it is that we're all in this together. We are all first responders to one another. End quote. Bill Meyer Moyers Hosted by refuse to hate. Only not only women suffer at the hands of narcissistic abusers. listening to Dirk Mason the piano the soft smooth piano Dirk Mason Being imperfect makes you, you. No one is perfect. Your story, ideas, struggles, and your uniqueness make you stand out and give you the ability to shine. Let go of what's holding you back from becoming your authentic self by precious happiness Precious happiness. Rise above. Stay true to who you are. When someone treats you poorly, keep being you. Don't let someone else's bitterness change who you are. Rise above. That's. Very timely, very timely and wise. President Obama answers questions we're pretty sure Barack Obama has never been asked before. Okay, let's hear those.
1: i can't believe i get to talk to president barack obama barack obama after eight years of president numerous interviews i'm sure you've been asked every question in the world we'd like to do a segment right now we're calling questions we're pretty sure barack obama has never been asked before dairy queen blizzard or Frosties from Wendy's? Frosties from Wendy's. best monopoly playing piece uh, the car this is right what did i say before it doesn't tip over and it's got good stability that's a car it's a car what goes in the toaster toast bread goes in the toaster <laughs> toast comes out that was a trick question <laughs> how does dolly parton not have a presidential medal of freedom that's a mistake yes i'm shocked i it. looking back on your eight years do you realize that's that, the mistake that, you made
2: that, actually that was a screw-up i'm surprised I, I think i i assumed that she had already got one and that was
1: incorrect. I assume I'm surprised too. she deserves one. I'll, I'll call back. Do it. By the way, we're a couple of days before Thanksgiving. CDC is urging um, families to just do Zoom Thanksgivings right now. Don't have your friends over. So um, I know you can't invite me because it just wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't be safe. It wouldn't be the responsible thing to do. So you know I can't come, and I'm not going to come, but just niceties would you would you like to invite me because you know i i can not come...
2: invite your wife i like her. what I, w- I wouldn't invite you
1: you would not you would invite you also invite i think honey you,
2: i also think that she will be
1: observing all the protocols mm-hmm. better than you can i be her plus one <laughs> we'll think about it okay president obama I've, I've really enjoyed talking to you about part one of your memoirs thank you um, so much thank you for sitting down for part one of our interview it's
3: been fantastic. <laughs>
0: Late Night TV host Stephen Colbert, Colbert and President Obama. Okay. (coughs) Excuse me. This is the first part of the interview.
1: Hey, everybody, we're back with the author of A Promised Land, President Barack Obama. What do you think of the people who say that it would be good if the Republicans held control of the Senate because a divided government is a more stable government? The no, Democrats won't we'll, go, go too far if they had control over everything. Look,
2: I, I obviously experienced divided government, sure. um, and I will tell you that gridlock and <laughs> dysfunction uh, is a recipe for not only not solving big problems, but also growing cynicism among the electorate that further polarizes the folks. Um, I mean,
1: why what, weren't you nicer to Mitch McConnell? Why weren't why, why, <laughs> why, why <laughs> you nicer to him? Let, let,
2: me, let me tell you, if, 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 of, of all the arguments that were made during my presidency, the notion that uh, my, my my big problem was not schmoozing John, uh, Mitch McConnell enough was, was one of the more frustrating arguments <laughs> that I heard, but was entirely accepted Uh, it's uh, it's, it's still conventional wisdom to this day in parts of Washington Um, Mitch McConnell understood and I write about this extensively uh, that uh, if you throw sand in the gears and stuff doesn't work the average voter doesn't really know why it's not working they don't know who's in charge they don't know the details of Senate procedure what they do understand is The president's in charge, and we're still seeing the same arguments that we used to see. And so that's
1: good for the opposition party. If I only had one question to ask you right now, it would be, what happens now? (laughs) (laughs) What what the hell happens now when you have mm, half or 70% of the Republicans or maybe about 40% of the public think that Joe Biden won by cheating. How does he reach those
2: people? Well, look, I I think he's in a good position to to make the effort. Uh, The fact that he won is indicative of uh, the message he sent uh, of wanting to unify the country. I I do think people are exhausted by just this, you know, know, World Wrestling Federation (laughs) constant cage match. (laughs) And people just want... To feel as if a day passes without uh, it being dominated by something crazy coming
1: out of uh, the White House mm-hmm. or Washington. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong; you're a great president, and your people accuse you of being a celebrity. There were days I didn't think about it. You did not think about it, yeah. and, and I think Joe will will, will get back <laughs> to that. I think you can.
2: Uh, he, he will have some success in building back social trust because uh, he is. Naturally, someone who is empathetic and cares about people. Um, But uh, I, I I think that we're going to have a larger challenge in figuring out what to do about this splintered media landscape. Um, And and I've I've said this before, but I I can't emphasize this enough. When you and I were growing up, you know, you had Walter Cronkite, David Brinkley, you you made John Chancellor. It wasn't scintillating television, but whether you were a conservative or a liberal, you got your news from the same place. So you had some common baseline of facts, and now you don't. And how you change that formula with the Internet and 5,000 cable stations and uh, Mm -hmm. the death of small town newspapers and, and you know, uh, even local tv now being bought up by sinclair so that they're now pumping out sort of a, a more uniform uh, uh ideological line on everything uh, that makes things more difficult and i think that uh, uh, we'll, joe's presidency will help lower the temperature mm-hmm. but the underlying challenge of us getting back to the point where we can at least agree that, let's say, Joe Biden got more votes, you know, if that's, we can argue about why, whether he
1: deserved to get more votes, et cetera, but he got more votes. Well, what do you say to this argument? Yeah. So you say Joe Biden got more votes. How could he have gotten more votes if the president won? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. Think about how your logic is eating you right now. He won, so the other guy getting more votes feels fishy. Doesn't it? When you look at it that way, you gotta look at the, you gotta understand how other people are looking at it. Get outside your bubble, sir. Think about how somebody else is looking at it and don't stay get out of your get out of your mathematical echo chamber. He won, so why are there more votes on the other side? Something's wrong. Right. Thank you. Something's wrong. On behalf of so many Americans, <laughs> except for your apology. Look, look,
2: I was I was talking to I was talking to a friend of mine about this, and I was just trying to use a simple analogy that I think everybody understands. What, what's uh, what's something we still have in common? And despite controversies around CTE, etc., people still watch football, right? So you imagine the Super Bowl, and you know the game's going on, and touchdowns are supposed to be worth six points with the extra point. Unless you go for two and field goals are worth three points and you're keeping score the whole time and they're refs and so forth. And then at the end of the game, a team's won and somebody says, no, field goals aren't worth three. Or that wasn't really a touchdown. Well, and Hugo Chavez we all blocking been,
1: the field goal from the grave.
2: <laughs> We've all been watching. And I guess if you had uh, the other team just refused to acknowledge it and... You had half the league say we're not sure it's true. Um, you'd have a similar controversy, but when that starts happening, the game itself breaks down, right? the, the and in in this case, it's not a game; it's our democracy. Things our fall democracy apart. starts falling apart. Imagine if going forward, every single election is treated this
1: way at every level imagine if democrats start acting this way uh is that part of the danger is that he's broken the seal on that
2: idea th- that is the concern that i think we all have it's joe biden is going to be the next president kamala harris is going to be the next vice president but but we don't want to get into a pattern where we just uh are are willing to throw out what we've agreed to previously uh including our constitutional structure, just because we find it politically expedient.
1: A lot of presidents, once they leave office, they become friends or familiar with the other presidents. Yeah. Sort of, they, they they lay down their sword and shield a little bit. Right. You played golf with President uh, George W. Bush yeah. and yeah. Bill Clinton. Do you have a tea time with uh, the present president yet? I do. I do not. You do not?
2: Listen, from what I understand, he's actually a, a pretty good golfer. Okay. Um, uh, I understand that... Uh, Shockingly enough, there's sometimes problems with the scoring, mm-hmm. and uh, whether he's keeping track
1: of his. That's strokes. Hugo Chavez again, <laughs> <laughs> and that's his caddy. That's surprising. Um, I love the plans of the Obama Library down on the south side of Chicago. It's beautiful. Yeah. Looks like Starfleet headquarters just landed on the lakefront. <laughs> it looks fantastic. It'll have a museum, a library, a park, a gym where you can play basketball, bumper cars, water slide. What okay. what what else is going to be there? That. The Bumper cars? No. No? You couldn't um, fund that? You couldn't find any?
2: No. Okay. <laughs> Unless you want to
1: contribute, these. Steve, <laughs> the Stephen, Stephen Colbert, Colbert Memorial Bumper. bumper. Memorial bumper, bumper <laughs> <laughs> and listen, somebody price it, and I'll i think about
2: they, it. You, you know, uh, this this could end up being uh, not just well, that, the, the goal is is not to just have some mausoleum to me. Uh, is it's rather to create a living, dynamic center around which young people can get inspired and even uh, try their hand at and learn about how their voices can bring about change. One of the
1: details Mm -hmm. I like is that this is going to be the first presidential library that's all digital, there's no paper. Is that because after this book there is no paper left? That's it. (laughs) Is this this why there was a paper shortage in the spring? Did all the toilet paper get rerouted and repulped into this thing? (laughs) A lot of pages, 748
2: pages. It's 701, the actual uh, stuff to to read. The index is in there. Yeah. And I noticed I'm not in it. Are you you reading it? You did not fit
1: 748 pages, and I don't even get mentioned in here. We did a bunch of stuff together. Volume Volume 2. Volume 2. Okay, good. I want to point out something. A lot of similar stories between these two, like a little crossover like this. In her book, Meeting and Your Courtship to Your Engagement, 63 pages. Three pages. Three pages. Are you you trying to get me in trouble? I'm not trying to get you in trouble. I'm just surprised your
2: editor didn't stop you from getting in trouble. Number one, I'm not going to challenge her version of events. Okay. Right? So she's done it. Yes. That's how it happened. Yeah. Um, Secondly, in my second book, I talk about meeting her already. So I've I've spread the story of our our meeting over three books, and, and she just condensed it all into one.
1: We have to take another break, sir. But stick around. We'll be right back with Michelle Obama's husband.
0: At <laughs> last, my love has come along. My lonely days are over. Oh, that was President Obama on what happens next. Joe Biden's presidency. With late night host Stephen Colbert four days ago on December first. Hmm. And there's more to it. There's quite a bit more. Of course, we know he's uh, released a book, so he's on a book tour now. The Promise, A Promised Land. A new book released November. Oh, around November 18th. just over a couple weeks ago and we'll go back out of YouTube to another precious happiness posted small steps We'll get you there. Big journeys begin with small steps. Mm. Refuse to hate. When someone disagrees with you online, and demands you prove your point to their satisfaction by writing a logically sound defense. You can save a lot of time by not doing that. Oh, dude, I've known you for 10 seconds and enjoyed none of them. (laughs) I'm not taking homework assignments from you. (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's good. news on Friday U.S. District Judge Nicholas G. Garalfis G-A-R-A U-F-I-S issued an order requiring the U.S. Department of Homeland Security to post a public announcement saying it will begin accepting DACA applications again. That's the Dreamers Act for the children, for the people that were little babies when they were brought to the country by their parents. And their status has still remained, um, how could you say, um, in transit. They're in the process of becoming a citizen. First time DACA requests Renewal requests and advanced parole requests must be accepted under the new court order. The move will affect the approximately 1.1 million. Undocumented minors in the U.S. who are eligible to apply for DACA. Uh The Obama era program, which launched in 2012, protects immigrants who were brought to the U.S. as children from deportation. The Trump administration worked to end DACA for a number of years beginning in 2017. But the Supreme Court blocked that attempt in June 2020 ah. hate never never wins it's just too much it's just too overbearing Over eighty million people voted to end that hate, to end the haters. Oh, my, as a teenager growing up in Nashville in the 1920s Vivian Thomas hoped to become a doctor but the great depression kept that dream kept that dream from coming to be as he planned to start college his education focused shifted to finances, and he looked for a job. (coughs) Vivian found work as a surgical research assistant at Vanderbilt University. Alfred Blaylock. There he worked long hours assisting with experiments. 16 hours but their work led to groundbreaking research around shock which led to research on crush syndrome that would save the lives of thousands of soldiers During World War II. In the early 1940s, Vivian moved with Alfred to Johns Hopkins University. There they continued conducting research, working together with Dr. Helen Tausig they discovered a treatment for Blue Baby Syndrome. Vivian was instrumental to preparing experiments and for the surgery itself. Throughout these experiences, Vivian had to deal with the racial climate at the time. He was often underpaid working in segregated environments not being credited appropriately for his contributions. And he never ended up going to college, but he continued to work hard, mastering his craft. He became so good at his work that one surgeon remarked, quote, Even if you'd never seen surgery before, you could do it because Vivian made it look so simple. End quote. In in 1976, Johns Hopkins University awarded Vivian an honorary doctorate and named him instructor of surgery for the Johns Hopkins School of Medicine, he became a teacher of operative techniques to many of the most prominent surgeons in the U.S. Posted by historical snapshots. used to hate posted it that's a good a good article to post and a good reason why to refuse to hate quote love is all there is the most powerful force in the universe. Darkness is only the absence of love and has no real power. Bring love to any situation as best you may and see what love can do for you. End quote. A kind page. Happy holiday season to you and your wonderful family. Posted by Walter Griggs. Barack Obama Facebook group. (sighs) Sammy Yusuf Hope to perform like this in Karaba one day. Outstanding performances. Dyson Professor is out with a new book, Long Time Coming, Reckoning with Race in America. Quote, I wrote this book from my soul as I sought to carve a pathway of hope through the suffering and pain we endure. I wrote this book for Elijah McLean, Emmett Till, Ahmad Arbery, Eric Garner, Brianna Taylor, Hadia Pendleton, Sandra Bland, Clementa Pinckney and every other soul sacrificed for our greater good and our nation's ultimate redemption. Reckoning with race in America. stmartins.com Korea Times posts. Singer actor Lee Seung Ji has unveiled the track list for his upcoming album, quote, The Project, end quote, set to be released. positive vibes and beautiful things. Quote, all I need, the stars. A season quote a season of love festive season reminders. It really is the thought and not the price tag that counts. You cannot please everyone. Perfection is a myth. Being present, even just virtually, with those you love is the best gift. <laughs> Positive Vibes and Beautiful Things Quote Without ambition One starts nothing Without work One finishes nothing The prize will not be sent to you You have to win it (laughs) End quote Ralph Waldo Emerson Quote, You deserve to make all the changes in your life that makes you happier. I hope you love yourself enough to recognize the things that you don't like about your life and I hope you find the courage to change them, close quote, by, posted by Precious Happiness. A reminder for anyone carrying the weight of other people's actions. You are not responsible for anyone else's behavior. Your childhood, fixing everyone's problems other people's happiness, meeting any goals, standards, or expectations imposed on you, posted by precious happiness. And we're just about out of time. Less than, less than two minutes. So we wanna dedicate this show to all The survivors and the people that we lost, family, friends, everyone else that we lost to COVID or other illness, injury, accident, or just natural causes, all the people are gone we want to dedicate this show to them and to the survivors because all the people that are left behind have to go on with life On a positive note, I haven't seen any mosquitoes in weeks, (laughs) posted by positive vibes and beautiful things. Happy Friday. This is for you, big hug. (laughs) Refuse to hate. I have learned since. I have learned silence from the talkative. Tolerance from the intolerant. And kindness from the unkind. Khalil Gibran. Posted by Refuse to Hate.